Hey everybody, this is um a bit of a difficult episode on Lulu Island. It's a serious, it's a serious episode. I I have my good friend Tesse here, live from Nigeria, <laughs> um, on WhatsApp, <laughs> and we just had a discussion. Unfortunately, Anchor cut out, but I just wanted to do a little intro before our discussion, which I'm going to put up next. Um, and say that what's happening in the US is that people who are seeking protection um, are having their children taken away from them and literally being kept in cages until... And, and the the shot that they have like of the US kind of trying to reassure people that everything is okay is um, boys on mats on a cement floor um, with like it looks like tinfoil, but I guess being kept warm. But what's being actually reported is um, like that they've been seen. um, So here in the New Haven Register, um, uh, it's inside Texas in an old warehouse in South Texas. Hundreds of immigrant, immigrant children wait in a series of cages created by metal fencing. One cage had 20 children inside. Scattered about are bottles of water, bags of chips and large foil sheets intended to serve as blankets. One teenage told an advocate who visited that she was helping care for a young child she didn't know because the child's aunt was somewhere else in the facility. She said she had to show the others in her cell how to change the girl's, ni- um, change the girl's diaper. So um, this is... Um, yeah, so I've got Tessa here now, and I'm. So this is, this is where we're at. Um, I'm gonna load up the talk, and then Tessa and I are gonna like do a brief outro. Um, I'm sorry, this is not more upbeat. I'm not sorry though, because I think um, if anyone is listening, um, if you could please share this information with somebody else in your life who you think might be willing to listen or if you have any kind of voice. Um, I think this is something that's really important to um, to take notice of. This is, this is not okay. Um, yeah. So uh, for what it's worth, here's me saying, you know, this is not okay. It's really, really not okay. Hello everybody and welcome to Lulu Island and also I would like to introduce my special guest Tesse from Art Speaks Radio. Hey Tesse. Oh hello we seem to have. Hello Tesse can you hear me? Yeah can you hear me? I can it was my headphones. So for once, okay. it wasn't anchor glitching. It was. <laughs> um, uh, so Tessa, you and I were just talking on WhatsApp and I tend to stay out of the zeitgeist. And certainly like as soon as I found out Donald Trump was elected, I decided I just didn't want to know. I knew it was going to be a world of pain and <laughs> I basically decided I was just going to. Um, 
because I was very physically ill at the time. Like I was still like um, not able to uh, really get out of bed and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not a really an excuse. Well, it's a reason, not an excuse. But uh, you just let me know about something that I really felt strongly I wanted to um, speak out about. Um, And since you know so much about it, I would like you to talk about what's going on in the US right now with, you were saying, children being kept in cages. Yeah. So right now, um, you know, I'm not like, I wouldn't say that, I don't know everything that I could possibly know because quite frankly, this is just so, it's so painful for me to see this and Mm. to, um, to like, you know, to like watch all of this happen and like, um, feel so helpless. So, mm-hmm. so I, I, there's more to the story than what I'll be able to share. But I definitely recommend people, like you know. But I'll share what I know, and I'll recommend people uh, check out you. and finding more about it. Uh, because yeah, children are being taken from their parents at the borders of um, between the U.S. and Mexico. And they are being separated from their parents. They're, often they are lied to, like their parents are lied to. They're told that they're taking the children away for a bath or something. Um, then, and, yeah. and these people, these families, they're, they're refugees. So they are, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're seeking asylum. They're asylum seekers. So they're not trying to like enter the country illegally or anything. They are seeking, they're coming to the border to seek asylum. So that is not illegal. Like, that's not illegal. That's actually a legal way. That's how you seek asylum. You go Mm -hmm. to the border and then you request for asylum there. You Mm -hmm. present your case there. So these Um, people aren't doing anything wrong. They're doing what's been completely legal in the past and what is considered, you know, like fair, like, I guess that is that a standard thing in the world, like that's agreed by the UN or something like that, that that's It's standard practice. Like mm-hmm. that, that's usually how asylum is sought for. Like you get to the country and like to the border of the country and then like you present your case. That's pretty standard practice globally. Mm-hmm. Um, so like this is what the people are doing. But when they get there, um, they are often like, you know, they encounter like these policies by ICE, which basically is this for people who don't know, ICE is an organization um, that is about immigration control and their officers basically. What does ICE are, stand for? Do you know? What does, I'm not entirely sure. Let me look it up. But basically. Okay. I'll look it up. ICE is, yeah. ICE is basically an organization. They they are, um, what do you call it? They for like their whole thing is that they make sure they're supposed to like make sure that um, people like keep a track of illegal immigration in the U.S. Um, and they're supposed to like you know make sure that people don't um, you know deport like illegal immigrants and stuff like that. But the thing is that um, ICE was actually developed do- after nine eleven as a result of nine eleven. Um, so it was okay. developed in response to that atmosphere in the U.S. Um, and so, like, it hasn't been around forever, but lately their um, activities have kind of, like, ramped up with all of, like, the um, rhetoric around Donald Trump and, of course, his obvious support 
for um you know fascism and just like his um very strong distaste um and his very like the very strong distasteful comments that he makes about immigrants so all of this kind of stuff has kind of like ramped up and motivated and and um motivated and encouraged ice officials to act even worse than they would usually do and so they've been um you know they've been doing a whole lot of terrible things in the country um whether it's like you know stopping people like you know who are just like on buses and like asking them to show their uh id and stuff like and while they're traveling in the u.s and this is illegal like they're not supposed to do that if they're not within like um you know within like the border states there's like a there's a certain number of kilometers i believe that you need to be within the border states for within the border for you to be able for this to be legal but Mm -hmm. but they're doing it now just like wherever they want and so sometimes they're questioned and like you know um sometimes they're questioned and then they real like you know and then they like go back but um but if nobody questions them nobody stops them um if you know they feel like they can take advantage of people who may or may not speak very good english people who are not sometimes people are even like legal residents some legal residents have already been like caught up in like the hassle and have been like you know taken um have been like detained by ice and been held up and you know like processed basically mm. like off of like supposed like excuses trying to find excuses from from their past like small misdemeanors in their past to stop them from being able to be citizens even though they're already legal residents in the u.s um so it's just it's, it's, it's a, a very, like, it stands that, for the immigration and customs enforcement so um yeah. and it's um so uh, According to Wikipedia, it's a U.S. federal government law enforcement agency under the jurisdiction of the Department of Homeland Security. ICE has two primary components, Homeland Security Investigations, HSI, and Enforcement and Removal Operations, ERO, headquartered in Washington. It's charged with the investigation and enforcement of over 400 federal statutes, statutes within the United States and maintains... Um, attaches at major U.S. these um, overseas. So, okay, so that's who that that's who we're talking about. So it's this um, official organization um, that is performing illegal acts um, and also immoral and just downright like sap, you know, savage. Um, and it's going like unchecked in terms of like legal ramifications or investigations within, I take it like within the U S government, like just, is there just what, what is the, like, how, how are the government responding to, you know, they're not, they're, they're justifying the behavior of ICE. They believe like they're basically, I mean, honestly, anyone who has been watching, will probably have seen just how the um how the GOP the Republican Party has really just become the official party of like the Nazis in the US the neo nazi movement in the US wow. like there is like the GOP has like very few times do you even hear any of them like standing up against like 
awful like policies or awful things that like Trump says like nobody even like rejects his statements anymore um even when they do they like you know they don't do anything about it they still vote with him um so really nobody is stopping him I don't even really hear much from Democrats who are the opposing party I still don't even hear much from them um to be honest things are just really really bad and it's just it keeps snowballing um so right now when it comes to like the stuff that's happening in the u.s when when it comes to like the polit like the politicians and their official stances they keep saying that this is technically uh what do you call it this is a u.s policy that there's no policy like some of them either deny it that this is happening some of them say that like you know that they're being illegal immigrants some of them refuse to talk about it or to like respond uh, to the media when they are asked about it and others are just saying that you know what if they were not like what do you call it if democrats wanted to like work on you know collaborating with um with you know trump and the republican party to develop uh what do you call it to develop like po- like you know whole scale immigration reform um then we could talk about that basically trying to deflect from the situation that's going on right now so um Mm. trump himself actually said that you know that that basically admitted that he is holding these children ransom that the situation in the u.s like you know that the children who are being thrown away from their parents at the borders that he's saying that it's the fault of the democrats for not being willing to give him his wall basically so I'm reading and I just had a look at the news and it's saying, how is this not child abuse? Homeland Security Secretary gets mercilessly, mercilessly grilled over family separation policy in heated press briefing. <laughs> mercilessly, yeah. mercilessly grilled. I, that just sounds, I'm sorry, just sounds slanted towards, oh, this poor woman having to answer for all of this child abuse. Um, yeah. Um, ugh. Okay. Yeah. Um, one White House correspondent asked Nelson whether forced separation can be considered child abuse. Nelson said the Trump administration is enforcing the law while trying to find a long-term fix. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so they're using a good of, you know, like, um, you know, kind of uh, good of the many kind of argument oh yeah we realize that what we're doing is wrong but we have to do it because of the the good of the many outweighs the you know the discomfort of the few that's that kind of like line of reasoning um yeah and um which is you know because it's a like a logical rational argument it's i think it appeals to us somehow it soothes us but um what we need to remember is that the people that are suffering are children and um, this is like unjustifiable regardless of how it may um, benefit a lot of people by, I don't know, I guess securing people's jobs, not having um, to use a horrible, you know, to, to not be having, let's, 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 say for argument's sake that, you know, their worst fear, you know, having rapists be led into the country or child abusers or whatever, you know, like 
you know, let's, let's say for argument's sake that, the, you know, like even that, I mean, a maybe a thing that might happen does not make actual child abuse that's happening now that we know about okay. Like, yeah. It just, whoa. Um, whoo. Like, so, so we know, so it's acknowledged by the mainstream news. So I haven't seen anything about cages, but it's definitely um, uh, 10,000 of these currently in custody were sent by parents with strangers to undertake completely dangerous and deadly travel alone. Nielsen said, we now care for them. We have high status. We give them meals. We give them education. We give them medical care. Um, there is videos. There is TVs. So that's the, that's, that's, so what, I just don't understand. That's yeah. still jail. Okay. It's still jail because the children can't um, Nielsen leave. answered calling the U.S. Um, it's still jail because the children can't leave when they yeah, want. Yeah, they're saying they have, the U.S. is a country of compassion and then have, pointed out that the 10,000 of the 12,000 children in care of health and human services who she said arrived to the U.S., as unaccompanied minors. That's when they were separated, Nielsen said. Somehow we've conflated everything, but there's two separate issues. Oh God, that just makes my blood run cold. Like this is this um mm -hmm. so ten so ten thousand yeah. children we're talking about here. Or twelve thousand like um and Oh, 10,000 of those currently in custody. So there's 12,000. There are currently 12,000 children that are being illegally detained and held. And it's yeah. justified by, hey, they're being treated all right. They've got TV. They're being fed. I feel sick. Yeah. I feel exactly. I really, I feel. Yeah. And they're being taught about like US history and all of that kind of stuff. And like in the building, there's literally like murals of Trump and like former president. So I'm seeing a room with um like a photo of a room with like mats on the floor. Hey everyone. As I said in the intro, we got cut off by anchor. But I've got Tessa here on speakerphone. Thank you for still being there, yeah, hanging in with me throughout the technolo technological difficulties. I think this is an important thing for us to speak out about. Tessa, thank you so much for talking to me. Is there anything else that you would like to say to our listeners? Well, um, not really much. Just, you know, look into, you know, do what you can with this information. Um, look into, like, this is not a partisan issue, so people try to distract you with, like, the politics of, oh, this person, or what this person said, or when it started, or how long it's been going on. None of this matters. We know this now. We need to act now. Like, we cannot continue to stand by and watch children be affected in this way. People all, like, if you look into, like, if you look into research on 
victims of like child abuse and how it affects them in long term um you know in like over the course of their life a lot of it leads to really terrible outcomes in mm. general and and multi-generational and trauma like we have in australia with the stolen trauma. stolen generation doesn't just affect the people as we know from yeah. what's happened in you know nazi children. germany you know and okay. like, yeah so this doesn't this is not just oh. affecting a few you know like the 12,000 kids now it's also it's it's changing the course of history of people's lives for generations to come this is it's um yeah we need to we need to stand up do whatever you can look into the resource research and the information that's available online find ways that you can support don't just share the information but also look up to ways that you can support whether it's through supporting organizations that are doing good work there uh to stand against all of this stuff whether it's through um you know looking into if you are in the area you can physically go and like um protest if you can't do that like even like call your own um call your own leaders like in your own countries and like if they're trying to you know, justify this whole situation, call them out and tell them and ask them what they are doing to put pressure on Trump because he feels like he can just get this and he can just do and say whatever. Um, and and America in general has always, you know, has always been seen as a country that is, you know, hard for other countries to, you know, like, I guess, have any say in what they do. But I think this is a time where we all have to really, like, stand up because this will affect the entire world for, like, centuries, for, like, decades to come at least. And this is literally, as you said, changing the course of history. So you need to decide now, like, what side of history do you want to be on? Put pressure on your politicians. Yeah. Put pressure on Trump. How, um, so yeah, how do you stop. want future generations to look at you? I had my, yeah. um, you know... Um, and also, like, I ha the, the guy that lived here um, for a little while, he was from Germany, and they um, had, like, they'd been educated time and time again about the, you know, what, what happened, um, like, in the Nazis, you know, and Hitler and stuff. And um, the thing is that even, like, uh, were we to stop this, like it, the world is just set up. So he, he just said he was numb. Like he, he just like, no, none, no young people care about Hitler because, um, it's just, I guess these issues, we really need to wake up. We need, really need to, to find a way to own our shit as a society because, um, it's, we just don't seem to be learning. And I think that it's easy to, just accept what's going on when you're not being affected by it, but nobody yeah. stays unaffected forever. You know, um, eventually, you know, we're all going to end up like suffering. And, and I, I think, you know, what kind of a world do you want to live in? What kind of a world do I want to live in? Certainly not a, a world that sanctions, um, taking children, taking 12,000 children away from their families where um, the responsibility for changing a child's diaper 
is haphazardly left up to another child to do and then to teach other children how to do. So, you know, like that, that's, um, completely, yeah. it's like in the realm of science fiction, that's like dystopian future type shit. Um, yeah. and that's happening right now and it's being shrugged off by the administration as, oh, well, yeah, it's, we, we acknowledge it's not great, but you know, we'll, we'll fix it in the long term. You know, that's what I'd like to paraphrase. So I'm going to wrap this up now. Um, if you've listened this far, I really appreciate it. Clearly you actually care about the world. You care about these issues. So we'll um, put some resources up in the show notes, um, like links once I find them. <laughs> Please, I'll publish this and then at a later point, if you want to come back and um, have a look in the episode description, I'll put some links to places where you can contact them and things that you can do. Um, also, um, check out Tessie's uh, station, Art Speaks, because she's very savvy about this stuff. So, you know, um, I don't know, Tessie, are you going to put some stuff up on your station for people to listen to? to um, uh, do you think, or is this just too raw for you right now? Like, this is about, like, it must be hard given, like, you know, living in Nigeria and the kinds of stuff that you've, you know, like, yeah. how is this, I mean, how, how is this, yeah, oh, you'll put I up some resources? Put okay, great. Yeah. So check out, please check out Art Speaks um, on uh, her station on Anchor and also, you know, wherever you're getting this podcast from, if you're listening, uh, because... Yeah, Tessie knows way this is why I decided to interview her because she she knows so much more about this stuff than me. I'm I really am. I'm in a bubble and I guess I'm ste stepping out of my bubble on this one. Um thank you for listening and um yeah, please do um something. I don't know what I'm going to do yet other than this, <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to check out Tessie's stuff and go in and take some action where I have some agency and I encourage you to do so too. Thank you for listening. Hello, lovely listener. Clearly, if you've gotten to this point, you have compassion in your heart. And I'd like to introduce V, who I called in to my anchor station, which you can do if you become a member of our little community or communities here on Anchor. And he called to express his sincere grief and remorse and concern over what's going on at the Mexican border with the US government. So... Here is my intro that, Svi, you can use as an intro to your call-ins, should you wish. Thank you. Here's Svi. Thank you, Lulu. Thank you, Tese. Um, you know, I'm currently uh, both an Israeli and an American citizen. So I'm an American citizen by naturalization. And I am ashamed of my country, America. 
what's going on now is just you know beyond anybody's worst nightmare um watching uh the photos that come from the southern border with the children being separated from their parents is just horrendous it is affecting me so badly and um as I said, I'm just really, really ashamed. I've no idea what I can do about it. Yeah, just um, uh, one more word. When Trump was elected, just by looking at him and listening to his promises to his uh, to the people who voted for him, um, he immediately gave me that impression of a fascist or dictator, a ruler who is totally heartless. Um, he has some goals that are, uh, you know, good goals, but there is a um, question of how you go about achieving your goals. And he goes about achieving his goals in the, as you said, in an evil way, in evil manner. It is absolutely scaring I'm afraid, afraid of what will happen here in America and afraid of how it will and how these acts will uh, affect the rest of the world. We are going through a dangerous uh, period here in time because if this kind of change can happen in America, then it will happen or can happen any other place on this uh, planet and this is a dangerous uh, change <laughs> almost cynically i am thinking inside me that there was a reason for trump to go and visit uh, north korea he probably went there to get some lessons from another evil uh, dictator and he got a good lesson. He immediately put it into action. So he is really, really bad for this country. Okay, just to sum it up again, thank you for, um, you know, taking upon yourself to bring up this horrendous topic. I've been watching it, of course, over the last few days on uh, American TV. It is so hard to watch, so hard to listen to, you know, seeing the cages, hearing the the cry of these poor, innocent babies and children who have done no wrong. Don't know about the parents. Let's even say that Trump is correct to a certain extent, that some of the parents should not be allowed to enter uh, the U.S. But the way he and his cronies go about it, uh, is fascist and scary. So thank you, Lulu. Thank you, Tese. And yeah, we shall see what happens. I want to thank you, Svi. At least we can metaphorically hold hands across the globe, you know, and give each other a little squeeze and go, 
Holy shit, this is frightening. And it goes beyond all the borders, as you said. You know, America, we all, we all affect each other, especially, you know, in the West. I think it will be interesting the day that China chooses to flex, but that's a whole other episode. But thank you, Svi. You're right, he is an evil dictator for sure.